is Christian. He's Jimmer. Welcome back to two physical therapists and a bag of chips. And a yellow bag of chips. Yes. Today we're going to discuss patella fracture. Shures. Plural? Plural. Plural. And we're going to review the Kettle New York Cheddar. Which, Yum. Which looks like a lot like a yellow cab color bag. It's kind of mustardy. I, I want to. I think it's going to taste like mustard, but it isn't. It shouldn't, because it's cheddar. No, you, sometimes you get some like some like a beer cheese dip usually has mustard in it. Yeah, I have a like, friend who has a friend named Cheddar. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're joined today by our uh, new friend, Gene. Gene, the office gnome. The office gnome. It's a gift from our good friend Peter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Gene's our good luck gnome. All He's right. a gnome on the roam. A gnome on the roam. That's that the guy from our thing, isn't it? No, that's the elf on the shelf. No, no, no. Gnome on the roam. Isn't that the Travelocity guy or whatever? Oh, yeah. This the, guy doesn't look like that. The roaming gnome. Ours has a grout fit. We're not yet sponsored by Travelocity, but if you'd like to, feel free to sponsor us. Yes. Please reach out. Yeah. People from Travelocity. Don't we know the, the guy who's in it? Do yeah, we? Yeah, he's the... Uncle or cousin of somebody, the 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 guy with the big beard, who's like playing the bongos on the. Anyway. Oh, like in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant the guy from Travelocity. Oh no 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 no! He's the actor. Oh. Okay. He's related to someone. Okay. Well, good. Well, obviously, but. Patella fractures. fractures. Patellas are kneecaps. Yeah, the kneecap. No, I mean, I was going to say, you know, people always come in and say, well, I have a crack, not a fracture, oh. or I have a break, not a fracture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are all the same. Or shattered it. Yes. What's in pieces. That's bad yes. news. All the same. Compound, spiral, yep. anything with fracture or break or crack. Displaced. All the same. Yeah. Anyway, patellar fractures. Go. Uh, most causes fall onto knee. That one hurts. Uh, that hurts. So this can be not a substantially high fall sometimes, uh, depending on the surface you fall on. Concrete, ice, those are slips and falls. Uh, recently treating one that's a fall from uh, from a chair. They were standing on a chair to replace a light bulb, which is always great not, idea. not the best idea. Was it an office chair with wheels? It was an office chair. Yeah. Yes. That's always a good idea. So Nothing bad can happen standing on a thing with wheels that spins around and stuff. right yep so not the best idea uh, the other thing you'll see is car accidents so the knee will slide into the dashboard so this is often often associated with a PCL knee injury and just trauma and some other injuries but car accidents are enough force to cause patella fractures and then the old um, running into the corner of the desk or corner of the table or yes Trauma, so not a fall, but definitely a, a, a blunt trauma. I mean, getting hit in the knee with a bat or something, I mean, these things happen. They're just not very common. That only happens when you're in the mob. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's also an eccentric quad contraction, that has been a, which, is, which is where there's a large force where you're trying to basically fall and you try to slow yourself down, and um, the muscle pulls so hard that it can fracture the patella. I had one of those, but it, it tore both patellar tendons. Yeah, that's skiing moguls and got stuck and was going so fast that that hurts. So yeah, whatever's weakest at that point gives, right? So yeah. if the bone is stronger, the tendon will give. But if the bone is weaker, you can um, split your patella. Patella fractures make up about one percent of all bone injuries, so not very likely to happen. 
Not as common as Collie's fractures, for example. Yes, that's much more common. It happens uh, about two to one male to female, and the average age range is 20 to 50. So generally you're kind of early adulthood, early to mid adulthood. I was gonna say I'm 52, um, thank you, yeah. early adulthood. Yeah, so types of fractures. There are complex fractures. These are usually displaced, which means that the bones are no longer lined up very well. Uh, you can have a vertical fracture or a horizontal fracture, which just goes in the direction either up or side to side. You can have a comminuted fracture, which is where there's pieces. These are typically very unstable, and uh, that can be a lot more problematic long term. And occasionally you'll see an open fracture, so this is when it goes through the skin. Those are prone to infection, unfortunately. Yeah, they're not good. So you need to be careful if that's the case there. Generally, we refer to a, a simple fracture as a non-displaced vertical fracture. So the fracture line will go basically from your foot up towards your hip. And those tend to heal a little sooner and a, a little better. Anything where the patella is fractured in a horizontal fashion means that the quad muscle is pulling away and those are harder to pull back together and they will pretty much always require surgery in those cases. So any complex fracture or even a simple displaced fracture will require surgery. Which becomes challenging because to do, uh, those of you who have listened to our fracture podcast, if you do an ORIF or an open reduction internal fixation, normally you can use screws or pins or plates that becomes challenging in the kneecap. Yeah. Not a lot of place for screws or It's pins. not a big bone. And so generally speaking, you're going to see wire is in there. They will try to get a screw in there. If it's in pieces, that's probably not going to happen very well. Every once in a while, they have to do a patellectomy where they remove the patella completely. Super rare. Yeah. We see that. We, this is a common topic in the clinic. We see those every now and again. When, um, when we get a, usually an elderly female that had um, chronic knee pain in the 50s, and they would just remove the patella. Yeah, vestigial organ, you didn't need it. Yeah, so. it's just in a way, took it out. Turns out um, they come in quite handy, Pretty useful. Kneecaps. Pretty useful. Uh, the other thing that is out there related to patella fractures is basically where you get a sleeve fracture. This pretty much only happens in the pediatric population. And so what that means is essentially the bone pulls away from itself, but in like kind of inside of itself. So I don't know how to describe that exactly. Um, so like a de like a like a sleeve injury on a like a degloving injury. Yes. So think of like your glove on your hand if you were to pull your glove partially off your hand. So uh, really really uncommon, but worth mentioning just in case. This will usually lead to either like a patella baja or a patella alta situation, which is where your patella rides higher or lower um, than the other side, the unaffected side. And that can have some long-term consequences. That's also something you'll see in most unstable fractures or, or at least displaced fractures where, where there's enough of a pull from the quad uh, to separate one portion of the fracture from the other. I like saying patella baja. Yeah. Sounds like a drink. The other thing that's kind of interesting in this 
area, which isn't a fracture, which is a biparted patella, which is when there's two separate bones that, that haven't quite fused together. And so this is actually relatively common. It'll show up in about 8% of the population. In those individuals, about 50% of the time, it occurs on both sides. So this is something that is naturally occurring. It's not a, a cause for concern or a surgical intervention is not necessary. It tends to be in, in the top, uh, so the superior lateral portion of the knee is the most common place where you'll see that. And in these cases, knee pain is usually a secondary byproduct, not the result of that situation. Still hurts, still worth having PT and, 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 and assessing and working on what's causing your knee pain, but it's not a candidate for surgery. And there you have it. In most cases, obviously, symptoms with, with patella fracture, pain, swelling, mechanism of injury is really telling. If you fall directly on your knee, you have a pretty good idea that maybe some trauma occurred there. In a lot of cases, you won't be able to extend your knee fully or, or comfortably, and you usually have a hard time walking or you're unable to walk at all. Uh, diagnosis is generally x-ray. X-rays will tell you if there's a fracture in that patella or not. Uh, initial treatment, if it's non-surgical, uh, generally you'll be braced six to eight weeks in a brace. You may be weight-bearing or partial weight-bearing. Again, depending on the, the, the type of fracture, you may be non-weight-bearing. It's, it's very dependent on the situation. With a surgical intervention, again, surgery will involve generally wires and screws and as much sparing of patella as possible. So they try to leave as much in there as they can to, uh, to help you down the road. PT-wise, uh, once basically the surgeon clears you or the doctor clears you for, uh, for activity, we can start with you. And so depending, again, on the type of fracture and the location, in some cases we can start range of motion well before you can weight bear. In other cases, they want to wait until the fracture is more stable before we begin any kind of range of motion or, and, and activity. And so that's, again, just a little bit case-by-case -case basis there. The focus is always on knee extension as soon as possible. So getting the quad muscle to contract, working on knee range of motion into, into flexion, but definitely more extension initially with the early goals being walking and walking as normally as possible, managing inflammation, pain, and then building up muscle strength as able. Sounds fantastic. Uh, Long-term issues. Uh, Osteoarthritic changes are, are fairly common. Anytime there's a fracture to a, to a site with cartilage, there's usually cartilage loss along the fracture line, and that will then be more susceptible to wearing away long-term. Anytime there's the issues with the, the knee and the patella tracking, you tend to see weakness, pain, as well as, in a lot of cases, atrophy. And you'll see Usually difficulty with, with deeper squatting or, or going up and down stairs. And then the aforementioned patella baja and patella alta can play a role in terms of wear patterning and increased osteoarthritic changes in areas. Most people return to activity fairly quickly, three to six months, and then return to, to sports or higher level activities can take a little bit longer, hopefully in the six to 12 month range. And again, this is going to depend on the severity of fracture, the direction of, of the fracture, and uh, how it was initially managed.
So there's a bit of variability. Thankfully, again, this is a, not a common injury. Now, my favorite patella fracture was uh, Jerry Rice. Yeah, Jerry Rice. Right after uh, coming back from the ACL. Very first game back against the Broncos. Caught a touchdown, landed on his knee. Boop, done. Probably not his, his favorite. Probably, probably not his no. favorite. No. But no. The original GOAT, Jerry Rice. Still the GOAT. I think we are on to trivia time. Trivia. Yep. Oh, last week's trivia. I remember it. What was the first toy to be advertised on American television? Anybody get it right? We had one guess, and it was Yo-Yo, which is a pretty solid guess. But That was Mr. Jamie and Tyler. That was, yep. But Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. Meneer Aardappelhoofd. Yes. He's gone on to star in such famous films as Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy, Toy Story, Story 3, 3, and Toy Story 4, where he was joined by Mrs. Potato Head. Okay, the voice of Mr. Potato Head, that should be a good trivia question. Jerry good. Katzenberger? John. John Katzenberger? I knew it was a J. Yeah. Ratzenberger? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, Cheer, cheers, guy. He was uh, the mailman in Cheers. Cliff Clavin. <laughs> uh, new question. It's a poetry question. Yeah. What was stolen in the Shell Silverstein poem, Stop Thief? Yeah, everybody knows Shell Silverstein. Yeah. Famous poem writer. Yeah, like the Giving Tree. Yeah. Light poem in the writer. Attic. Poemist. Poet. Po poemist? Poet. Poet, that's it. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. Chip time. These are all stuck together. Those, that, those are a couple... Stuckies with a foldy there. But we've got the Kettle brand, New York Cheddar. Compliments of Karen. Thank you very much, Karen. We had a pretty low chipped air ratio. Came in into 30%, unfortunately, this nice time around. Nice job, Kettle. They must have been running low on New York Cheddar. So I'm not sure uh, what's going on there. That's a bit below their typical 40. So, yeah, definitely a, a low number here today. I wonder if it's a special edition. Those Certified are gluten-free. And solid kettle chip as always. Mm-hmm. Very cheddary. Very cheesy. Yeah. Huh, get it. I don't know what New York cheddar is different than Wisconsin cheddar. As Christian just pointed out, we're eating it on the best by date. February 29th. Um, yeah. I like it. It's a very nice chip. I like it too. Nothing special. Do you know the difference between New York cheddar and... No. I don't. I don't know. If anyone knows, let us know. It would be great if you could clue us in. It tastes like a good, solid, cheesy chip. Yeah. I'm a huge Kettle fan. Kettle makes makes good chips. Anyone at Kettle listening, you can also reach out and sponsor. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll do both Kettle and Travelocity. I'll wear a Kettle shirt at work every day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll wear a Kettle hat. I yeah, like great chip. I'm going two thumbs on this one. Wow. I like it. I'm going to go one. One, okay. That mango habanero chip set the bar really high. No, no, but that's a three thumbs, so that's way up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but this is not anywhere near that. No? No, so it can't, it's a good chip. Yeah. It's not. It's a thumb. So th just a thumb for just you? Just one thumb no, up. But not, I'm, giving not. It, I'm giving it two thumbs. One, two. All right. Good flavor, good chip. Hmm. You could definitely eat a bunch of them. So well, quantity yeah. is always a big I was going to say, you can eat a bunch of them if there were a bunch in the bag, but yeah. there aren't. I don't know what happened there. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening today. Next week, we are going to go over the triangular fibrocartilage complex. Ooh. 
Which that is, would be the wrist. Yeah, which is much easier just to call the TFCC. So this is a wrist injury. We are going to review our first bag of Lays of Thailand. Ming Kim Rub Cross. If anybody knows what that means, we tried to translate we it. Tried we couldn't come up with anything. We couldn't, could not find it. Courtesy of Kem. Kem yeah. is just loading us up. Kem, you're the best. Uh, congratulations on your uh, on your recent wedding. Yes, congratulations. Pictures looked awesome. Amazing, very beautiful. And um, and we're uh, we're looking forward to yeah to trying these. Absolutely. If you like the show today, please tell your friends, follow, review, subscribe. If you want more information about patella fractures, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. We will be posting stuff throughout the week. Hopefully you, some nasty pictures. I don't know how crazy they're going to get. We'll see if we can find an open patella fracture. That'd be kind of nasty. Yeah. That, but that I've would never be. seen one of those. That'd be good. Yep. For more information about uh, rebound therapy, head to our website, reboundclinic.com. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thank you for listening.